and welcome back to another episode with the Uninformed Gamers. I am one of your hosts, Chameleon or Chris, um, and I have with me my two great, great co-hosts. I've got Mason of Rad Dreams Review. Hey, do. And I have good old Darkness Tiger or Devin. Aw, you called me great. <laughs> Dude, when I when I said the hello, I almost sounded like a fucking minion. Did you? Uh, like, yeah, and uh, when I said he sounded great, I almost I almost said, "Oh, you made me ink." <laughs> Dude, uh, Chris, uh, speaking of like minions and everything, I heard the rise of Gru has not been uh, received too well. Really, I have to ask my buddy. He went and saw it with his. Girlfriend. Okay, you'll have to let me know what he says. Here's the kicker. Even though it wasn't received well, people are going to see that movie in droves. Oh, I know. It, oh, I it's, it. Uh, it was like the, the go-to movie for July 4th. That's so weird to me. But I guess uh, people need something to celebrate, I suppose. Yeah. Why not yeah. celebrate yellow minions? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get into this a little bit. So... I'm going to start, Mason, you're first one on my screen. So what have you been playing, man? Well, uh, seeing it has been the holiday, um, I haven't been able to game like too, too much. Uh, One of my relatives also came in from Georgia, and we've been spending a lot of time with him. Um, But we have been able to game just a little bit, just like uh, multiplayer games such as like Mario Kart. Um, We were also playing... Uh, like Pac-Man together. Uh, I was playing Hades in my off time from like spending time with him because it's a quick game that you can just kind of play. Uh, so I was playing that on the Xbox uh, via Game Pass, and it is a lot more fun to play on console than it is on PC. I found, at least, I found more enjoyment out of playing oh, it on good. console. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if either of you have played it on Steam. No, I have. I actually haven't played it yet, but I, I do. It is on my list of games. Yeah, it, it's a to. very good game. Soundtrack is amazing. Uh, definitely, like one of the best things about that game is the soundtrack, and then I would say like the artwork is mm-hmm. just stellar. Like how they designed not only uh, Zagreus, the the main character, you know, the son of Hades. Uh, but their depiction of the other gods are really, really cool. Awesome. So, yeah, we're playing that. Um, but other than that, I haven't really been playing anything else. Uh, mainly just kind of watching anime. Um, finished a show called How the Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. Devin okay. might actually enjoy this one because it is basically like a world-building simulator anime. That's I pretty cool. That. Like it, 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 like there's not a lot of action because it's pretty much all. It's like an anime about diplomacy and how one would actually like try to build a kingdom. Huh. I. You, that sounds very intriguing. Yeah, it's it's very. Um, it's kind of analytical in yeah. a way. So if you're into that sort of thing, um, I do recommend checking it out. Don't expect a lot of action, but okay. uh, definitely expect to work your brain because they do introduce like, quote unquote, like higher concept things like psychology, as well as um, people from history that, yeah. you know, instituted different sort of reforms and stuff like that. So if you're a history buff or like world building things, it's definitely worth checking out. But that's pretty much all I've been up to. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, Devin, what have you been up to, man? Uh, for me, I have been playing a lot of Gran Turismo 7. Um, I recently actually got my father into playing it and seeing how he does. Oh, nice. It's very comical because he just doesn't know how to do it at all. Uh, now, it, it, I have a full racing setup, so I'm, I just tell him, drive like you normally would. And the first thing he does is crashes into a wall. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's not exactly the same. It's it's not exactly the same, but I'm just like, yo, like pretend it's like it's real, and this car does cost this price, and you don't own it. 
crashes it immediately. Yeah, and immediately crashes it straight into a wall. And um, <laughs> so he's he's slowly been getting better. I have him just kind of racing against his own ghost, so that way he has something to race against, which is himself, and he improves his time. So it's it's been awesome. a lot. Of, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, That's good. And, Still haven't beat Guardians of the Galaxy, and at this point, it's almost getting comical by how long this game feels. I. But are you having fun or no? I'm having fun. It's just, it, it's like I the last concert I saw before the pandemic was the Chainsmokers, right? Yeah. And um, they had the opener. I think it was the uh, five seconds of summer was the opener, and I thought the Chainsmokers put on an amazing show. I thought they did great. But you know what? I left early. Do you know why? It felt like it was going too long. It felt like that, and it also felt like, you know, I got what I needed to get out of this. I don't have to stay until this ends. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And and so, like, midway through the set, I got up and was like, all right, I'm fine. And I left. Did I, <laughs> did I feel like I missed anything? No. Did no. I have a great time? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that's just me with Guardians, but I know I'm going to finish it because I got to get the achievement out of it. Oh, my God. Yep. And I know that they have... Um, um, New game plus that I do want to try because there's something I do want to do that I forgot to do uh, on the first playthrough. Mm. But um, remember how I said I currently have two games for the uh, PS5? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So the first game is obviously Astro Playroom, which comes with the console. The second game is Gran Turismo 7. But recently I picked up a third. Ooh. And what would that be? Uh, that is, uh, we're actually going to be talking about the game before it. I actually picked up the most recent God of War. Oh, shit. Nice. Is it, oh, and this shit. is your first time playing it? Yeah, this will be my first time playing this particular God of War. I played you love it. The, I played oh, the it's original. fantastic, dude. That's what I hear. I played the original trilogy, and uh, when I saw that there was the God of War, um, we'll talk about God of War Ragnarok in a bit, but I, I, I'm going to most likely play it before I can get to Ragnarok, so it's mm. not going to be playing it anytime soon. Um, again, my Xbox is my main console, but I did go ahead and acquire it just so I can be ready for when Ragnarok does come. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, uh, not too, too much. I, I, I ended up deleting a couple games out of my uh, backlog and playing the uh, Formula One 22. So just clearing up the backlog, typical week. Um, Chris, what about you? What's been going on on your end? Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think. So um last weekend there was a like free play weekend for final fantasy 14 online oh nice um, so like i i jumped in and was playing that for, uh, for a couple days last weekend how was um, that i was great man I, lo- I love that game because it's very easy to jump in and jump out you know That's good. um it's a it's a very good well-designed mmo um and it's got a huge following at this point mm-hmm. um I think it's like the second biggest MMO out there at the moment, like just behind wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have a really good time. Like um, I saw a Twitter post recently that they, um, they just brought a like aquarium to it. Like, and I like, like, so like you can like literally like walk through an aquarium in game, which is pretty, pretty awesome. I, I don't know. I just like that silly shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to, I'm probably going to re up my subscription um and yeah just take some time to grind through the uh the quests and everything like if you if you're ever like looking for like a really good story game that's gonna take you hundreds of hours to complete just 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 get the free version of this game and just play it for a while because you'll be like wow this is actually a pretty cool story um let me think on top of that um been up to my same same old nonsense. Oh, I did actually say to start a new game. Let me take that back. So, oh, so yes, I did. I I, I have been playing Destiny. Yeah, um, so I was gonna say you're to probably playing Destiny. Yep, yep. So you're playing Destiny. And then on top of that, I actually started Borderlands Three. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was free on Epic Game Store like a month ago, and I told my buddy who's like a huge Borderlands fan. Um, we should like we should play it sometime because I know he loves that series and he's like yeah let me know yeah he fucking we've been we were playing it for a while um, so I've, I've, I've played it for about two days um, still not very far at all mm-hmm. um, what's fantastic about that game is it's full crossplay so like literally I'm playing it on PC he's playing it on Xbox zero problems that's awesome. awesome to hear yeah like I've always said that like co-op is the best thing for crossplay. 
Yeah, I do I not like agree. PvP crossplay. It, like it's complete bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I dislike um, Fortnite. That's one thing that they do right is crossplay. Do they? I, I I have no idea how that works. I don't know either. I just know that they do it. Oh, cool. Good shit. Um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I've just been watching um, watching a lot of anime right now. Oh, um, what are you watching? So I just finished season one and started season two of Classroom of the Elite. Oh, nice. Uh, I have not I, checked that out, but it looks good. It It's actually really good. I, I really like the, the main character. Like, he vibes with me so well. It's like, it's like hilarious. Like, <laughs> like just, he is just like me as an anime character. It is so <laughs> fucking funny. Um, He's a little bit less like, I don't know, like... He shows he shows even less emotion than I do, but I I can totally understand where he's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> um then um I also finished Tamadachi game and Yep, I did as well. It's, it's fantastic. Top tier. I'm uh I'm I, I want more. Same, same. And that they can they can definitely mind. they can definitely do like a like a season two or whatever. Yeah, without a doubt. Without oh. a doubt. Um, I, I, I was a big fan of it. Chris, for those listening, you know, he turned me onto the anime, uh, told me to check it out. I did. And I was like, oh shit, this is pretty freaking dope. Yep. Yep. That's, absolutely. For those listening, check it out. If you like death battle stuff, if you like squid game, um, mm-hmm. you know, check it out. It's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on top of that, um, I, I also finished the the season finale of Spy X Family. I know nice. me and both have been watching that as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, October cannot come soon enough. Agreed, agreed. Um, but yeah, and then on top of that, my typical One Piece. I'm watching that again. Nice. Um, Are you excited like, for the film? Oh, I'm, I'm excited for anything One Piece. My my plan is to go back and watch every single one piece film i've watched two of them mm-hmm. there's a lot of the them. first two. Oh yeah there's there's probably like 40 of them by at this point <laughs> <laughs> like, the new one uh, the new one coming out it's called one piece red and it looks really good yeah i mean yeah, I, like, i'm not one for one piece but it does look good oh man like one piece right now like the the, the arc that i'm in and where they're at the the fights, the the build to this section mm-hmm. has been long and good. And this, good. these fights are insane. I'm like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> 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 like, it's, 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 it's my, it's, it's still to my, to this day, my favorite anime. Oh yeah. Um, I can see that. Um, since we're on the topic of anime, before we dive into our first topic, one thing that I wanted to mention before we talk about, uh, the huge elephant in the room of Skull and Bones. Uh, I did want to mention that uh, Anime Expo happened. And there was a lot of spicy announcements in terms of anime. So I, if you guys don't mind, uh, I can very, very quickly just run yeah. down all of the announcements and then we can dive in. Cool. Uh, so anime Expo happened. It was like a four or five day convention uh, in California. I've always wanted to go. Never could afford it or the opportunity to do so so hopefully someday i do get to go uh really really spicy announcements we got a trailer for uh the new uh bleach arc actually bleach thousand year blood war and for fans this is very very exciting bleach is coming back uh if you haven't checked out the trailer check it out looks super cool it premieres in october so cannot wait Next, we have a follow-up or kind of a, re- a reimagining of Trigon, of all things. For those listening, if you don't remember, Trigon came, be- came out in 1998. So it is a very old anime. It's an OG anime. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorites. Now, I grew up during that time frame and grew up with this show. So I'm excited to see that it is getting a new show. However, the one thing I am not looking forward to is the decision to go towards a CG animated style. The CG does look a little divisive 
Um, I'm hoping that it grows on me, but we'll, we'll kind of wait and see. Uh, the English voice cast has yet to be announced, but I do hope that they bring back Johnny Young Bosch, the original voice actor. Um, next, we have the new season, season two, of Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. This is this anime, the first season, came out 11 years ago. Um, and it was done by Gainax, which is no longer a thing. And fans of this series are just very excited because it's a bit of a cult classic show. Uh, so it doesn't currently have a release date, but we do know it is coming out. So very, very exciting. Um, next, we've got season three of Mob Psycho. Amazing anime. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Super good. Uh, one announcement that I was personally excited for was a anime for this manhwa called Solo Leveling. It is a super, super good uh, comic. It's a Korean comic. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it. Very amazing. Um, next, we've got uh, new, the second part of Stone Ocean for JoJo Bizarre Adventure, which, you know, if you like JoJo, you'll like this. And then finally, the last thing that was revealed was a Chainsaw Man. So that is very exciting. If you uh, have read the manga of Chainsaw Man, it's going to be uh, one to look out for in terms of anime. Studio Mappa is doing it, so you can't go wrong there. And that'll do it. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Yeah, there's definitely a couple of those, like Bleach, uh, Solo Leveling, um, that I'm I'm personally very excited for. Yeah, I the, sol- the Solo Leveling is like the one that I'm probably most excited about. For me, it's Bleach without a doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the yeah, Solo, the like, looks, solo looks awesome, though. The Trigun thing looks weird. Like, yeah. I, the- I saw the trailer. I was like, that looks really yeah, odd. Just, it- I'm not a fan of the style. It it does look better than like what Berserk got, yeah. but uh, I'm still kind of like on the fence. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. But yeah, let's well, dive hey, into let's... our first topic, boys. Yeah, yeah. Our first uh first topic. We've been talking about this for years. Long time. <laughs> it, it almost didn't seem like it was ever gonna show up. No, I um, know, Devin, like it's crazy. It's it's it... What's even crazier was the leak was what it was. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I actually prior to us starting this podcast, guys, I I watched the uh, the reveal and all the stuff about you know skull and bones. Yeah. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yep, I watched the whole thing, and I'm not gonna lie, I may or may not have fallen asleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like to me, it was a little underwhelming. What What did you guys think? Um, I'll, I'll take this one. Yeah, I I am a big person who love. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I love the I love pirates. Yeah, I've been playing pirates games for as long as I can remember from Sid Meier's Pirates. Um, I'm a big fan of the Assassin's Creed series. I absolutely loved Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag, mm-hmm. which this game is inevitably uh, based off of. Uh, but as I'm sitting there, I'm like, hmm, this seems like y'all just kind of had to release this and y'all really didn't have a choice. <laughs> like it didn't, yeah. it didn't seem to me like this was something that they were like, oh yeah, this is going to be uh, our major project. They were like, this is going to be a game for service. It's going to be here for a couple years. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I definitely so think I, they felt pressure from the uh, fan base. Yeah, but was the fan base really calling for this? Were they really mm-hmm. like we need we unlike God of War Ragnarok where people were sending their dick pics? Uh I don't think Stolen <laughs> Bones had that. No. <laughs> I don't think people were sending their boners to No, uh, no, no. Please no. Um, but overall I would say, yeah, I was pretty underwhelmed on this one too. Yeah. It was it was really funny. So I I I missed it, like because I was I was at an appointment. And um I came back to like, well, let me let me check out the the like the gameplay overview trailer. Yeah. And so it was like um it was like three three o'clock ish when I'm, I checked out the it premiered at about two. It had so 
I don't know exactly how many views it had, but it only had like 15 likes. And I was like, oh man, this must be really bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just looked at it again now. So it has 18,000, let's say 19,000 views, 698 likes. I wonder how many dislikes it has uh, because those are no longer visible. Right, right. I was like, I was like, oh man. It's like, and it's funny. There's people in the in the comments. They're like, "I love this concept." I'm like, "What do you love?" I'm like, <laughs> now, the one thing that, I mean, it's an interesting concept, and because it feels to me like a, it, it's almost like a RPG, but with pirate ships, because it, you know it offers like the full customization of your 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 pirate ship and then you get customization of your character and then you progress and like level up and all that shit. So it's very like kind of RPG progression based. Um, it, was, it was almost like uh, Assassin's Creed in that aspect where, you know, in Assassin's Creed, it, it is, you know, it is a story game, but it's also got elements of that RPG aspect where you, you know, level up your abilities and whatnot. Yeah. So I did enjoy that part. And like the graphics look pretty decent, uh, but nothing that I'm just like, wow, cool. Other than that, um, I wasn't a fan of how it's just strictly ships and ship ship combat. I'm not a fan of that because like, here's why you're, you're a pirate. And to me, pirating is also more than that. Yeah, you're 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 boarding you're boarding to other people's ships. You're fighting them. Um, you're fighting people on land over like some some booty or whatever, some buried treasure. So the fact that we can't have PvP player fighting, unlike PvP ship fighting, is mm-hmm. kind of a letdown for me. Yeah, yeah I wish true. that there was like melee combat or something. Yeah. Well, the the funny thing is, is that there kind of technically is when you're first starting when you have to like fend off alligators because when you first start you're you're found on a maroon island or whatever and you have to survive and like you can like craft materials to fight against sharks and alligators or whatever but then they're like well that seems to really be it there's no other fighting on on land so silly unfortunate yeah and i'm looking at the comments uh, because chris you just uh, pointed this out uh one of the very first comments is um the cgi work is off the charts amazing uh, the next one is you got to give credit to Ubisoft. As much of a shallow gameplay this game has, those cinematic trailers are not half bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the, the 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 trailer for Skull and Bones does look good. Yeah, it, it does almost real. Like they did a solid job with that. <laughs> Someone said IGN has already given it a seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, with it being a game for service. I think I would get this if they're not going to charge for it. Yeah, if it's like free to download, I'll check it out. Yeah, but if 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 I have to pay for it and then it's a games as a service, yeah, I'm going to pass. Yeah, yeah i I think this game is a perfect game for Game Pass. Agreed. You, That's exactly what I thought. You like, unfortunately, Ubisoft has their uh, what was it, UB. UB Plus or something? Yeah, UB I don't know Plus. Exactly. Ubisoft Plus, yeah. something like that. Um, unfortunately, they have that. Um, be, and like, probably no one has that. No one has that. Like, well, I, 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 I haven't met one person to subscribe to that. Well, I think PlayStation Plus does have a, a partnership deal with uh, uh, Ubisoft Plus, similar to how Game Pass has it with EA. Okay, okay. Well, PlayStation folks, Devin, if you get access to this game, let us know how it is. <laughs> I'll let you know um, in four years when it actually does come out. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, it's one of those games that it has potential. It really does. If like CFDs was not perfect on release. No. If, nope. It was absolutely, it was, it was, boring. Um, it was hollow. It was, yeah. it had a good foundation, but was missing a lot of content to make mm-hmm. the game, you know, fun, grindable for hundreds of hours. It now has that content. If as long as Yubi doesn't like um, just abandon the game after it has an abysmal launch, <laughs> um, which is what I'm anticipating, um, and they take the time and the work hours to 
add stuff to it, add the add the like hand-to-hand combat, add like stuff to do on land as well as in the sea, add more islands, you know, do do the cool shit that people like to do in pirate games. If they take the time to do it, the gamers will come back. I I think that because it's Ubisoft and because Ubisoft is known for putting out pretty decent products, yeah. I think you do have a point. Um, because I'm a firm believer that this, from what I could see from this first gameplay video, is that it's not what is going to have the gamers come to it is not there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. missing something. To to kind of uh, do a little bit of a pun here, boys, I, I would say it's pretty bare bones. I would say this water is lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But did you yes. guys did you guys see the UI on this game? Did you see like the screen? See, I, I'm not a fan of the UI. I hate it. It's not great. No, like, it's not user friendly. It's not. There was so much. So I'm watching the guy, and uh, the, the in the video, um, they're like trying to, I guess, get some like barrels of like oil or some crap like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So they're like attacking. Like okay, so. They allow their passengers or their pirates to like go on land while they defend while they go get the stuff, and like he's saying, oh well, there's there's fire, there's shots incoming, and I'm like, I don't see that at all. <laughs> You're like, what shots? Like, what shots? <laughs> and he's like, oh, we have to duck, and I'm like, duck from what? I don't. That's hysterical. I don't know. I don't know. It, there's so much going on at once, and it's just mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of messy. Um, one thing I also did not care for was how they basically said that this game can be played via single player, but it's not, it's not really set up for that. Yeah. And that sucks too. I, I like, like if I were to try this game besides, besides you, Devin, um, you and Mason, I don't know who else would try and play this with me. Agreed. (laughs) I I don't know. Well, maybe you can stream it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah, if it's not canceled before, you know. Well, as of right now, it has a release date of November, uh, was that November 8th or November 7th? November 8th. Uh, it has a release date of November 8th, 2022, so it'll be coming out this year. Now, uh, can I change topics? Whoa, 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 whoa. You yep. said no, November, yep. November 8th? Can I change yeah. topics real quick, Mason? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no. So Ubisoft uh, is playing a pretty uh, big game right now. It really is going to uh, put its pirate ships up against because its release date is November 8th, but the God of War Ragnarok release date is November 9th. Yeah. Oh, my nope. God. That is so bad. Yeah. So, so they didn't play for this. Nobody, like, nobody at PlayStation is going to be playing this game. Can no. Guarantee. Guaranteed. Like Because we, we haven't known the, the God of War release date for some time and they finally you know uh leaked it you know it would be really funny and i doubt this i 100 percent doubt this happened but it would be really funny if it did they like the skull and bones leak was announced november 8th the day before god of war of ragnarok announced their date mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think that god of war was just like we need a date where we don't have to compete with anything <laughs> i mean they probably were just like hey yo look at this look at this game it's a multi-platform Ubisoft game. We're good. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't view them as a threat. Well, do you think? Well, let's talk about God of War Ragnarok release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. November 9th seems kind of uh, a little bit early, considering what we haven't seen from this game yet. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more of a um, not so much stealth release, but I think they're banking on the community hype surrounding it. Like yeah. they'll, they'll definitely release like a, a trailer and like yeah. a gameplay trailer, but I think they're gonna kind of just rely on like the the word of mouth, the hype, because it's there. The name, the name, without a doubt. Like I mean, you say yeah. God of War Ragnarok, people are like, "Oh, cool, it's coming this year. Perfect, I'll be buying that." Like you don't, yep. they don't even need to see it. Yeah, like they want to see it. <laughs> I mean, they'll definitely market it, but yeah. I don't think they're gonna go balls to the wall with it. You know? Yeah, I don't think they need to. I no, they don't. Yeah, I agree. For for God of War Ragnarok, I think this as you guys you guys literally hit the nail on the head. You don't actually have to do any advertising for this. No, no. like it, it it sells itself. Yep. Like people are gonna be standing outside of GameStop. Uh, well, hopefully, 
at midnight. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's spicy. So, um, <laughs> I'm sweating a little bit. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I, I hope we see a little bit more. Personally, I've not played the new updated God of War, so I really don't have a, a dog in this fight. Um, because the price of uh, video games are kind of high, I don't see myself getting Ragnarok on day one. I will um, not either. Yeah, plus there's birthdays around then, and I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to yeah. be spending my money towards that. So we'll, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's one of those games like the the original God of War. I didn't buy it on release. I didn't buy it for like a year or two until it like it was on sale on Black Friday for like five or ten bucks. I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to play this, mm-hmm. and I picked it up then. And yeah, I would I think, follow the same suit for this. I think for me, like I didn't purchase God of War until I bought my PS3, which was like maybe a year or two after the PS3 launched. Mm-hmm. It, it was a launch title, wasn't it? I don't it, know if it was or not. I have not a clue. I don't know. Was it on PS3? I thought it was a PS4 only. Or uh, was it on PS... No, no, it was on PS3. Really? Or no, it might have been on PS2 as well, right? Well, like the older ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I, I thought you were talking about the one that Devin has. Oh, no, 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 no. That one's just... that's one. That one is just strictly PS4, PS5. I'm talking about the old God of War. Yeah, like, okay. About the, like the number one, number two, or number three? The number one, like the OG one. Okay, so the original God of War... Um, because that was PS2, right? Yeah, yes, that was PlayStation 2. Was the original God of War? Yeah, so it came out in 2005. Okay, let me see. I'm trying to see what the launch titles for that. That's what it was. Yeah, it was um the PS2 when it when it first launched. I think it was a launch title. I don't remember. It doesn't look like it is. Okay, um, it may have just been like very soon after. Okay, yeah, because I I remember. Getting my PS2 after it released, like maybe a year or two later, it wasn't the PS3 that I was thinking of as the PS2. And like God yeah. of War was one of those games that I that I was like really excited about. Yeah, yeah. Well, get, get prepared to be excited because the uh, teaser uh, CGI trailer for Ragnarok looked pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. For mm, sure, dude. Absolutely. Like I'm excited for it. The I mean, you'll enjoy the one that you just purchased. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm not I'm not loving the uh, PlayStation experience thus far, but well, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully this gives you a good one. All right. Well, let's change up topics to something a little bit more on the somber side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a bit unfortunate. Let's talk about Yu Gi Oh. I I discovered Yu Gi Oh by watching Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yep. On uh yeah. on Fox Kids. Yeah, something along those lines. Yep. Uh, we got into the card game. Uh, we bought the, the. We went to Walmart. Would actually get the cards. I eventually got into the video games. I was fully entrenched in the Yu-Gi-Oh world, mm-hmm. and it was an amazing. I guess for for me personally, I guess this was one of my introductions to like anime, yeah. and in the entire nerd culture that I've kind of learned to adopt. Um, what about you guys? You got what was your early memories of Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh man, um, I just I remember like uh, watching the shit out of the show, like just uh, just absolutely like waking up super early, catching some of the early shows, and then you getting a Yu Gi Oh, watching that on the on the Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. going um, going to the like you said, going to the Walmart uh, to get card packs. Um, I remember playing in a like. I think me and you, Devin, played in a few like early oh, like yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Sure did. Never um, won one, but we played. Oh God, no! Because people <laughs> have more money to blow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, it was just fun. Just oh, me and you always dueling each other, seeing mm-hmm. what, what we could pull on each other. <laughs> what about you, Mason? Yeah, uh, I mean, I've got a a lot of fond memories with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, especially growing up. Like, I came out in Shonen Jump in 1996. And went to 2004. Um, I started off like you guys watching the show, and then when I was roughly 10 years old, I started reading, you know, Shonen Jump, and then that's how I was exposed like to the manga. But even 
before I started with the manga, I, I played the card game like you guys, right? Yep. Um, yep. And it was, oh my gosh, it was so good. Like, it was, it was like OG Yu-Gi-Oh! with like Monster Reborn, Swords of Revealing Light, you know, it, it wasn't... Karibo. It wasn't complicated. It was just, it was very straightforward. Um, but one of my most fondest memories, or a couple of them rather, was um, I, I couldn't really afford cards, right? So I picked up like side gigs, like shoveling snow or mowing lawns. Like I mowed my grandparents' farm out in like the countryside. Uh, and now my grandma paid me like 40 bucks to, to mow the land out there. And it took me about four hours, maybe five hours to mow everything. And you no, know, being a young kid, like that's a good amount of money. Um, so I would do that and then spend that money on uh, Yu-Gi-Oh packs. I would go to Suncoast at Midway Mall. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, if you remember that store. Uh, I, I know I'm dating myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I bought all my packs there. You know, my decks. I uh, used to do community tournaments in like my friends' garages. Like we would uh, do battles like uh, the battle, the duelist Island rules, where if you lost, you had to give up your most rarest card. Oh, that's brutal. Like it, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was sweaty, man. It was cutthroat. That sounds um, cutthroat. It's like, that's like racing for pink slips with cars. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I, I did win sometimes, but I did lose a couple times. Yeah. Overall, it was, it was very, very positive. And then the last memory I have was, uh, there was a tournament at the mall that me and my buddy went to, and uh, we were like, yeah, let's kick these dudes' butts. And this one guy, I'll never forget, he he cosplayed as Esperoba from Duelist, uh, what is it, Duel City? It was the oh, psychic guy, you know, the, the I'm Esperoba. Yeah. Like this dude cosplayed as this guy and he acted like this guy. Like he was full blown out, uh, character driven, like full garb and everything. I'm like, yo, dude, you are cringe, bro. <laughs> that goofy looking character. Yeah, I, I it was so goofy, up the dude. Image. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's my robot. <laughs> yeah. getting into it. Leave him alone. He was like, I'm duelist extraordinaire. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah uh me and my buddy like faced him and, and we kicked his butt good that'll teach him yes yes well, oh go ahead the reason that we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! um unfortunately the manga creator kazuki takahashi has unfortunately passed away yeah um, uh, on july 6th so yesterday yeah, uh, he was unfortunately found dead, uh, discovered in the waters off Nago, uh, found floating while wearing snorkeling gear, and his body was recovered by the Japanese Coast Guard. Um, he had quite a few um, projects before then, uh, such as the um, series Fighting Hawk and Tenshoki Danji Bure, but it was the 1996 Yu-Gi-Oh that saw him make his mark in the industry. The manga originally featured several stories about protagonist Yugi Moto and his dark alter ego who resolved conflicts by playing deadly games with his enemies. But it was the dual monster card game featured in the series that saw his popularity massively increase over time. Mm -hmm. Released in 1999, Takahashi used his experience in game design to create the general outline of the game, which took the world by storm. Sales of the manga multiplied after the card game was released, a new anime series was produced, and video game adaptations weren't far behind. Yu-Gi-Oh! is still a bestseller in the card game industry, and some of its spin-off anime series have run for multiple seasons. The latest video game adaptation, Master Duel, has proven to be so popular that publisher Konami was able to record its most profitable financial year ever. Yeah, I think at one point there was 22 million people playing it at once. I 100% believe that. I want to say that was the number. That, like they broke, they broke um, some records with that. That's crazy. I mean, and especially like um, they broke a Guinness Book of World Records for the um, highest. I think it's like highest grossing card game. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken. 
it was like 20 it was like it was in the billions of dollars no i i 100 percent believe that because it was a free-to-play game wasn't it yeah it was free-to-play and it wasn't it wasn't uh predatory See, you hear, that? you hear that Ubisoft? You hear that? Which was great. Like, I, I downloaded Master <laughs> Duel and I played it and it was not predatory. I was able to build a, like, a meta deck and not spend a single cent. Well, unfortunately, it's, that's, it's very sad news, but... It is. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! will live on. Yes, yes, it will. It will live on in everybody's hearts and their, their minds. I still have fond memories. You guys still have fond memories as well as everybody else who you know grew up with it and enjoy it absolutely so i definitely you know wish his family well um and I, I do hope that he does rest rest in peace absolutely absolutely one one last little bit on this um uh i was so i was per, uh, perusing uh crunchy like when i saw the news like after i saw the news and um i saw that they actually dedicated a section to him it says remembering kazuki takahashi Aww. And it's like all his, uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh, um, all the Yu-Gi-Oh, um, shows like Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, GX. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Zexel. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they Crunchyroll like realized that that was a good thing to do. Yeah. hundred percent. So unfortunately we have to change topics to something that's just as terrible. Uh, (laughs) let's talk about Kevin Hart. Oh Uh, boy. Yeah. What the hell is this? I don't even know. So a little, a little inside baseball for the listeners here. We have a group text. We have a group chat where we kind of talk about, we send each other the stories that we wish to talk about. And uh, Mason, so I'm blaming you, Mason, for this one. Hey, I'm sorry. I don't know how I stumbled upon this. I think I was on Facebook and I saw an ad for it. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Well, it's I, it's actually both Chris and Mason's fault. Mason sent us the video. We're going to talk yeah. about the video in a second. Chris sent us the tweet. Yeah. Chris, you're an asshole because you opened the door for this. And Mason is probably into it. Yeah. <laughs> the comments in that tweet were comical, bro. Oh, yeah. All right. So here's, so here's what we're talking about. The comedian, Kevin Hart, we all know, we all uh, have opinions on him. Uh, is officially in the NFT game. His oh boy, stand- oh boy, because that's what we were all waiting for was Kevin Hart to get an NFTs. So he he tweeted that he's officially getting into the NFT realm, and uh, people in the comments are just going hard on Kevin Hart <laughs> as they should. Like because he posted, I guess, a picture of his NFT that he's going to be for uh, selling. And the first comments just it says, "Just stole your NFT, LLL, sue me." And it has a picture of the NFT. <laughs> he took a screenshot, and someone's like, "Sell it, sell it." <laughs> and then somebody crack me up, bro. Somebody's like, "What is this trash? Damn, should at least uh, let me help you with this. Who is managing this? Clearly not Kevin. This is definitely someone running for him, and he has no involvement." Um, just people are just going in. Kev is not letting me mint. Kev, what's up? <laughs> 37 million followers, but only 462 likes. <laughs> so this, I thought, was the end of this story. Okay, Kevin nope. Hart is getting into NFTs. Cool, nobody cares. And then Mason followed up with the one-two punch. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Kevin Hart is also doing... I don't know if this is an animated show. I don't know if the show is meant to be like on some kind of blockchain. It's called Confessions from the Heart. Yes. And it looks like he shot this entire movie using an, the uh, Apple iPhone like emojis. Yeah, it looks so bad, dude. It looks horrible. It looks atrocious. It looks terrible. I don't know what Kevin Hart was thinking with this. No, I don't know. I think he was just trying to make a quick buck. Yeah, but Kevin yeah. Hart doesn't need to make money. He's a very wealthy man. Oh, he yeah, is. Incredibly wealthy. Like, I don't know. I don't know why he. So, whoever got in his ear with about NFTs, stop. Yeah. Just stop. <laughs> I, I think the best part uh, is that uh, he's doing NFTs. He's releasing this animated uh, TV series. Or I, don't, I don't know if it's a TV series or if it's a movie. Uh, I think it's a movie. And uh, somebody was just like, you know what, where we should release this so everybody can watch it? Exclusively on Roku. Yeah, right. Like nobody does like <laughs> the Roku movies. So. 
believe. Yeah, it was like Roku, what Roku TV or something. Yeah. What the fuck is like? I have a Roku, and I have no idea what that is. I have <laughs> I have access to a Roku. I never once checked on their movie catalogs. Why no, right? I never have either. Like, I got my dad the Roku like soundbar thing, and he just uses it to watch like I don't know Netflix, Paramount, and right. That's about it. Like a normal human being. Who the hell is using Roku movies? (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing, to be real. You know how many streaming services you have to go through before you're like, you know, let me see what Roku's got. (laughs) Like, like that's probably, like, the last thing on my list. Like, I'll check out fucking Peacock before I check out Roku. Right, it's not even on my list. (laughs) I didn't even know it was a thing. It's not on my list either. I'm like, like, not even in the purview. So, uh, I guess, good luck to Kevin Hart. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I don't think it'll do well. Uh, maybe one of us. Maybe we'll play Rock, Paper, Scissors, and whoever loses has to watch this. Oh, geez, that's a punishment right there. That is a punishment. Maybe this is just all a joke. You know, he is a comedian. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, but um, he ain't that funny. No. (laughs) All right, so let's get off Kevin Hart for a while. Let's get back into uh, the organization. There is some. Well, that that was that was a a terrible transition. I couldn't make that work. That's Um, all right. I'll forgive you. All right, so there is uh, some updates from E3. Uh, Mason, you have this story for us. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, So I actually this kind of took me by surprise. Uh, I was not expecting this in the least bit. Uh, so we got news that uh, the PAX organizer, uh, Red Pop, is to run E3 in 2023. The Entertainment Software Association did announce uh, today, so this is breaking news, um, that E3 will be going on and they are partnering with this uh, Red Pop organization. Uh, the latter is a company behind PAX, which is another very well-known uh, thing. New York Comic Con, uh, Star Wars Celebration, EGX, other, you know, very well-known events. So they're going to have some people with experience handling this. Uh, so that will be exciting. Uh, it will be at the traditional Los Angeles Convention Center during the second week of June. In 2023, it'll encompass both digital and in person. And it will also be open to consumers, which is new, right? Like it hasn't always been open to consumers flat out, right? Uh, no. No. Uh, for, a couple, for a couple of years, it was open for, to consumers. Even, even then, it was very limited, if I recall. Yes. So in the past years, you know, we, we've talked about this before, like, Uh, people haven't really been, I guess, tuning in to E3 or attending E3 in terms of like the companies because they want to do their own thing. Like they want to do their own state of plays and all that jazz. So we'll kind of see what happens with E3 next year to see if uh, it will bring companies together once more and uh, give us a good show. But only time will tell. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm excited. I've always liked E3. Um, so this is good news overall, I think. Yeah, I think uh, since we are a podcast that have been able to successfully make a, quite a few predictions, I think that if we get the opportunity uh, to either come in as media or consumers, we should actually make an uninformed gamers road trip to E3. Yes, I yes. love that. I, I've, it's always been like on my bucket list to go to e3 same like the conventions that i've always wanted to go to is like anime expo e3 comic con and like um yeah that's about it really (laughs) yeah yeah i'm 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 100 down um i think with us having the podcast we might be able to get like a press pass which was something interesting so um i as you guys know i work in software and uh, a guy at the previous company I worked with, I've worked for, um, he is like, yeah, I went to E3 one year and he got like a, um, an industry badge and was able to get into E3. Oh, wow. Like, and we, and I don't work in like, like I've never worked in gaming software. <laughs> he, he said, yeah, he just applied and they gave it to him. I was like, 
That's crazy. So that's awesome. I think we have a good chance. Um, even if even if there's a chance, if if I can just get us the tickets, like if they just want us to just use the hey software software folks, mm-hmm. um, I've got the credentials for that. So um, we will we will get there. Yeah, we'll I I, there. I definitely want to do it like 100. percent Yeah, me too. Me too. I'll start saving up. <laughs> Same. Put your, penny, put your pennies aside because that flight is not about to be cheap, especially. Oh, I know. Flights are expensive. Like uh, my wife and I, we wanted to attend a wedding in in Arizona because uh, one of her family members is getting married, and we were invited. And we were looking for uh, like a round trip airfare. It was like seven hundred bucks per person. Holy shit! Yeah, that is rough. That and so we're just like, we probably aren't gonna go. Yeah, I forget. I forget how much I paid for my um my ticket to Hawaii. I know it was a good amount though. Um yeah, I'll I'll have to look into that, but yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it, was yeah. it was a good chunk of change. Mhm. And right. other good news too, um for our next topic, we have the infamous uh Klein Subo, also known as Let Me Solo the very famous Elden Ring player who has defeated Melania over uh, 1,000 times. Um, he took the world by storm by helping millions of people out, or not millions, uh, probably thousands of people out with uh, killing this very difficult boss. And as a reward, Band- Bandai Namco and the Elden Ring team gifted him a real sword that says Rai Tarnish. And they sent him like a letter, like a, a little like congratulations thing, like commemorative box. Like it was legit. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling it up right now, and it does. It's an actual cool thing. It's an actual like actual sword. Yeah, and I I, I looked into the story even more, and uh, customs were giving Bandai a hard time with sending this to. Uh, Klein because they were sending him a weapon overseas. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why they would be, I don't know why people complain. Yes, it's an actual weapon. It's a sword. (laughs) It's a legitimate weapon. It looks like it could kill a man. (laughs) Right. And knowing everything we know about society today, this sword will one day be used. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm happy that um, he received recognition for this and he's no, receiving a reward for all of his hard work, even though he didn't set out to get a reward. He just did it because he loves the community and he wants to help people out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's really cool when um, game studios like see this kind of things and they get involved and mm-hmm. try and do something for the different fans and stuff. I, I love to see these type of stories. Yeah, I'm very, very, very cool. Very uh, kind of heartwarming. Yeah, absolutely great story and and. Good job to the creator of Let Me Solo Her. Yes. Now, uh, this is actually a breaking news story. The story, <laughs> the story is actually updating as we've been chatting. Uh, yes. Chris, do you have this story for us? Yeah, yeah. I guess there's like a mass, mass layoff going on at GameStop. Um, we don't know, like... Um, how how aggressive it is, but uh, GameStop has fired its CFO. Um, it announces like layoffs as a, like a aggressive turnaround plan. And what's what's kind of hilarious to me is is the um, the stock industry held their stock like captive at like hundreds of dollars for like for like months, and now we're seeing um, all these like layoffs um, and. I've been trying to find a source to see like how exactly bad it is. And um, like uh, one source, Stephen Totillo, um, he said it's unclear how hard people have been hit. He said, but it doesn't sound small. Um, he said there's a, um, a number of uh, deductions as per the company memo. Um, yeah, so we have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be both corporate stores. Every it, it sounds like everyone is on the block. 
Yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere that they're going to focus mostly on corporate and try to leave like the uh, the low level employees at the GameStop stores alone. And okay. The, the reasoning they said is that they are the face of they are really the face of the company, and so it's best to not really to invest more in them and to cut more of the corporate fat. Now, uh, I do appreciate when uh, Reggie, who was the former head of Nintendo America, was on the GameStop board, and he said they just really wouldn't listen to my ideas, and now they're firing people left and right because they weren't <laughs> able to adapt in the digital space. Yep. So uh, Reggie was right. Yes, he was. <laughs> yep. So we'll see. I'm hope. I'm really hope. Um, you know, what? I'm gonna say it like this. It's always unfortunate when we hear lay- about layoffs because these are real people. These are, are people who have jobs, who have mortgages, who have probably kids, who have families. It's very unfortunate. But I hope that the people who are making like $10, $11, $12, $15 an hour, I hope they're going to be the ones who are able to keep their job because it's a little bit more stressful when you're making just a couple dollars than if you're making your yacht payments. Hate to say it, but that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's so true. So true. But um, oh go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna um I was gonna push this actually into our next story. Um and then we can jump into the re- review segment. Sounds good. Awesome. Um so this is just a quick quick thing. So um we got news uh today uh that Forspoken, which is a um Square Enix game, mm-hmm. has been delayed again. <laughs> Um, it is now being pushed to 2023. Um, this is a release that's coming to both uh, PC and PS5. And this is like an action-adventure role-playing game. Um, so it was expected to release in October this year. Um, and it's now being pushed to January 24th of 2023. Uh, when Forspoken when was initially announced, I actually was not... I just I just thought it was okay. I was not like... I jumped yeah. out of my seat. But the more I've seen it, the more I'm interested in it. I am very interested in this. Yeah, game. I mean, I am too. I mean, I, I'm a Square Enix fanboy, pretty much. So <laughs> uh, I am excited. Yeah, it's, it sounds like the game is done. It's just like, so like the basically the core foundation is there. They're in that polished, polishing stage mm-hmm. and they need extra time in the polishing stage. So I'm all for them taking a little bit extra time. Uh, we would rather a full finished polished product to be released instead of a unfinished, unpolished piece of garbage. percent, <laughs> Absolutely. So and, we, we shall see next year when we're having a, every game is going to be released in 2023. <laughs> basically there's going to be a lot of games. Well, We'll we'll have it. Now let's go ahead and finish up with our review segment. Review. Now, does anyone have anything they wish to review for this week? I do not. Okay. Um, I'm Jason, trying to think you? if I have anything. Uh, I mean, I pretty much touched on the anime. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't got anything. I don't have anything either, but next week I will be giving you a review of the new Thor movie, Love and Thunder. So that is coming. Definitely Um, looking forward to that. Yep, I'll I'll give it to you. Uh, The good, the bad, and the ugly and the ugly hammer. So we shall see. Thor gonna give it to you. What? (laughs) That's the DMX. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us for another installment of the Uninformed Gamers Podcast. I am one of your hosts. You know me. You love me. I am Devin, also known as Darkness Tiger on Xbox or Darkness Tiger 2 on the PSN network. If you like what we do, be sure to give us a like and subscribe. And if you want to get in contact with us, I'm also controlling the Twitter page at Uninformed Gamers. Be sure to always leave us a like and review and share us with your friends. Get the word out. Uh, people think we're funny, and there are a lot of reasons to criticize this podcast. But as we talked in the last one, there's <laughs> one reason why you shouldn't. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, <laughs> go ahead and give your sign offs. Shoot, Mason. Uh, I'm Rad Dreams uh, from Rad Dreams Review. Feel free to check me out on YouTube. I was able to post up uh, a recent video of the new uh, digital trading card game set, uh, Digital Hazard. Uh, so feel free and check that out 
uh, it would be very much appreciated. And as always, feel free to check me out on Twitter, rad underscore dreams, and uh, Twitch, rad underscore dreams. Awesome. And uh, I am Chameleon. You can find me at uh, on Twitter at Chameleon Games. Um, yeah, it's the best place to reach me right now. Um, I'm just posting garbage stuff and funny posts and, you know, some gaming stuff here and there, you know. A little bit of sprinkled in here and a little bit of there. Um, but yeah, thanks again for you guys for coming and checking out the show. Please, like Devin said, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will uh, catch you next time. Yes. Later. Bye. Peace.